الحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله الذي في السماء عرشه وفي الأرض سلطانه وفي البحر سبيله وفي الجنة رحمته وفي النار عذابه والصلاة والسلام على سيد الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم فمن يعمل مثقال ذرة خيرا يراه ومن يعمل مثقال ذرة شرا يراه فقد قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من خاف أدلج ومن أدلج بلغ المنزل ألا إن سلعة الله غاليا ألا إن سلعة الله الجنة أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين محترم علماء رسبت الأزندياء برذس سستز مادز الإسلام السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته All praise be to Allah سبحانه وتعالى Let Allah who has selected us to be from the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When we understand Qur'an and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed in Qur'an and the true understanding of Qur'an, then respected elders and dear brothers, there's no way a Muslim will look to any other avenue besides Allah and Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To such an extent, when it comes to one's own deen and religion, do you know when you look at one ayat karima in particular? Inna Allah huwa al-razzaq dhul-quwatil mateen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created makhluq. He created his creatures. He placed the creation all over the entire universe. And along with that, the responsibility of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, was and will be that every single time a creation will be created, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala set aside its allocation, its allotment of, number one, that person's food, that creature's risk, that person's health, every single thing pertaining to that person, to such an extent that person's, the human being or jinnat's religion and deen and creed as well. Respect, listen to your brothers, going forward, if you have to understand risk, sustenance, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put for us and how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allocated for us our spiritual side of things and our spiritual life, then we will understand this year is from Allah and our selection as being the ummatis of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is but from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To such an extent, brothers, going back in the time of Musa alayhi salatu wassalam, in the time of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, when Musa alayhi salatu wasalam now gained nubuwat and was privileged with nubuwa and risala and prophethood, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him. Musa alayhi salatu wasalam was kalimullah, the chosen one by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the reason why I want to go on to speak about Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, respect Allah's dear brothers, Alhamdulillah, a few weeks ago I returned from Egypt and we were taken to this one valley. And according, you know, there's different, different narrations that what actually transpired, way transpired. And now we're standing at this medan, we're standing at this open field where it is said that this is where Musa alayhi salatu salam and Harun alayhi salatu salam, his brother, were facing the other magicians. 
And now it is, it's, it's in open space. This little bit of residents staying on the outskirts, but it's in open space. And this ayah, these verses of Quran are going through my head. And I'm trying to picture what actually transpired between Musa والسلام, and Fir'aun's people and the magicians. And all this is flashing through my head in the light of Quran and Hadith of Rasulullah. Nevertheless, we're standing there. And going through the incidents, I will put into light how this year has an effect or how this year comes into contrast or this has some sort of similarity to the South African Muslims. What does this have some connection to the South African Muslims? We're standing there and all of a sudden the first ayat karima comes to my head. Where Musa والسلام, and Harun والسلام, go to Fir'aun and they tell Fir'aun, oh Fir'aun, worship one Allah. And Fir'aun in retaliation, in response, in his jawab to Musa والسلام's da'wah, in Musa والسلام's uh, declaration, you just see Fir'aun, you know, flaring up and getting angry. Do you think I should worship somebody else? where everybody else is making sajda and prostrating to me, all of a sudden now Fir'aun takes things in his own hand and now he takes one thing to another. And we know the incident, Musa والسلام, is commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to throw the stick down, that stick turns into a snake and things go from there. Musa والسلام, now commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prior to even Fir'aun saying anything, oh Musa والسلام, do as I tell you. Do as I tell you. Don't do whatever you think and don't be scared because verily every single thing is in my control, not in your control, neither in Fir'aun's control. It is in my control. Fir'aun now arranges his entire... Now he makes his, this call to the people of the land and he tells the people of the land, do you know what Musa والسلام, and his brother are up to? They want to take you people away and they want to steal your land. We speak about land grabbing in South Africa. They want to take your land. So now Fir'aun drives it from a political agenda and political angle. And he tells his people, Fir'aun tells his people, don't listen to these people. These two men, don't listen to them. They're up to nonsense. And they're going to bewitch you people with all types of sorcery and all types of magic. So don't listen to them. All of a sudden, this whole entire event is arranged at this medan where I'm talking about in this field where I'm talking about. And you, on one side, you have Musa alayhi salatu salam, and you have Harun alayhi salatu salam. At that time, two Muslims, that's it, two Muslims. Not more than that, only two. And the rest of the people, all not Muslim. All not believing in Allah. All not believing in the religion of Musa alayhi salatu salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala planned otherwise. We think sometimes, brothers, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us and is in need of us, is dependent on us to make the khidmat of this Mubarak in this pure deen. But look at the plan of Allah. He doesn't have to use us. He can use somebody else for this deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can use a kafir for this deen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can use to such an extent, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can use the enemy of Islam for this Mubarak deen and his deen can flourish. Many, many examples. But in the light of the story of Musa alayhi salatu salam, in Harun alayhi salatu salam, in the magicians it were all called from different, different areas in the cities. Come and verse Musa alayhi salatu salam with all your different, different magic. 
in your sorcery. And come show Musa alayhi salatu salam what you people have. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Quran al-Kareem, يُخْرِجُكُمْ مِنْ أَرْضِكُمْ بِسِحْرِهِ فَمَاذَا تَأْمُرُونَ They want to take you out of your land, oh my people. Firaun tells, him, tells his people, they want to take you out, they want to expel you, they want to take all your houses, they want to take your plots, they want to take your farms away. They want to be in control. So don't listen to them. And how do you want to do this year? They want to do this year through their magic. بِسِحْرِ Through their magic. So now, Fir'aun, he organizes all these magicians to come. Musa is sitting back and just waiting for the call of Allah. These people come by the thousands, not by the thousands, hundreds of thousands of them come. And I'm looking at this area and I'm seeing, wow, how many thousands of people were gathered in this area all to witness this event between two Muslims and hundreds of thousands of people. And it is mentioned many, many people came. And we're not speaking about, you know, Mickey Mouse magicians. We're speaking about at that time, magic was on its, you know, on its pinnacle. And these type of magicians come through. And then now they start now showing what they got to offer. And he's starting to do this magic and this trick and that trick. And Musa alayhi salatu salam does one trick. He just throws his stick on the floor. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala immediately turns it into a serpent, into a snake. And it immediately divulges all, uh, you know, their tricks and their, and, their, and their plots, what they have to do. When they see this here, they say, no, this is not magic. The people see, this is not magic. And immediately, what actually transpires at that time, respect, listen, dear brothers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turned these people's hearts. What they mentioned, two people were Muslim. Immediately, with the effect of coming with the intention of da'wat, in placing our trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Musa alayhi salatu salam placed his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it is mentioned in Quran for you and I to take lesson and for every single ummati to take lesson right till the day of Qiyamah. What is the lesson? Allah is not dependent on us. We are dependent on Allah. How? Listen to the next part. The gathering and the call was not made by Musa alayhi salatu salam. The call was made by Fir'aun. And all of a sudden, when magic was displayed, how things transpired and how things turned, 600,000 men, 600,000 people immediately become Muslim. 600,000 people become Muslim. Just by one person calling all these people who's a kafir, who's against the deen of Allah, who's an enemy of Islam, who's an enemy to Musa alayhi he calls them and every single one of them turned their hearts to Allah and his Rasul Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. 600,000, all of a sudden, just immediately let it. Inna ila rabbina munqanibun. The one who controls hearts. The one who changes hearts. The one who can topple hearts. The one who can do things to the heart is in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's control, respectively, listen to your brothers. Not in the control of the enemy. Not in our control. Not in their control. It's in the control of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 600,000 become Muslims. Now decide what... Musa alayhi salatu salam. Immediately Fir'aun says, Brothers, all my people, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're going with them, they're going to take all your land away. They're going to take your families. They're going to kill you. What are you doing? Respect, listen to your brothers, what happens next? And I'm looking at this place. And I'm picturing this whole event taking place right in front of my eyes. And when you read Quran and these verses are flashing in front of me, brothers. These verses are flashing in front of me as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put it in my heart, as if that 
Because whatever comes in the Quran Kareem and Hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is hundred and ten percent true. No doubt with regards to that. Hundred and ten percent true. And I'm standing there with the possibility of that being the actual field where this whole incident takes place. What transpires with Fir'aun next? He tells, he gives them a threat. He threatens his people. He tells them, every single one of you, no matter what your numbers are, I will show you what I'm going to do. I'm going to chop your hands from the opposite side, your hands, your legs. I'm going to chop it off. This is what I'm going to do. And he gives them the threat. The people in reply to Fir'aun, they mention to him, that judge what you want, decide what you want, O Firaun, and your army do what you want. But verily, your decision only has a limited time span. It will only have an effect in this dunya. When it comes to the akhirat, your decision has absolutely no effect and will not even come to even 1% in pass. So, Firaun, decide what you want now, but we're not changing our minds, we're not changing our hearts, we're going to Allah and His Rasul, Musa Firaun immediately now wants to threaten them, and thereafter the whole event takes place between Musa his entire, you know, people, and you have Firaun and his army chasing them, and they're going now to the river Nile. But brothers, prior to that, Musa والسلام, now takes his people and doesn't take advantage of the situation now by you know, exploiting the situation. And at that time, he makes them understand the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is but final. No matter who makes a decision, also if he can be from the highest of authorities, whether it be in a country, whether it, be, it can be in an institute, in a community, in, or in a certain village, in a certain city, from a certain person, no matter who it is, or for, even from a president, or even from the parliament, if they make a decision that's contrary, that's against the command of Allah, remember, their decision is only what regards and will only be limited and restricted to this dunya. But when it comes to the akhirah, it doesn't have any effect. It will not even have any effect. And when it comes to us as Muslims, especially we know exactly what we're referring to, respect to listen to our brothers in our own country. Certain things have been legalized. But it doesn't mean it is legal. It doesn't mean that we have to go towards it. Because the command of Allah and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is there and there will be paramount right till the day of Qiyamah and carrying on from there. Musa alayhi wa tells his people, If Iraun is making this decision, his decision is only limited to this dunya. When it comes to the akhirat, it will be Allah. Whoever follows Allah's command, whoever follows Musa alayhi command, whoever follows Rasulullah command, for you and I respect others and dear brothers, we will be the one that will be benefiting. No matter how difficult it will be, at times, there will be oppression. There will be certain moments in our life where we will go through certain events of our life. There will be oppression. There will be difficulties. Whether it will be on a personal capacity, whether it be from your business side, your job side, whether it be from a community side, whether it be from an ummah at large, whether it be from the ummah side, there will always be difficulty. There will always be oppression. There will always be oppression. But one thing one thing the Musa taught us, one thing Musa taught us, that 
at a time of difficulty, at a time of oppression. Make one dua. We learn from Quran, respect the and dear brothers. We're going through any difficulty, we're going through some sort of an oppression or some sort of a situation. One dua. What's a dua? Rabbana afrigh alayna sabara wa tawaffana muslimin. Oh Allah, pour upon us. Pour upon us perseverance and patience. Number one. We're not asking for difficulty, but Allah in these situations make things easy for us and grant us that strength to come out of this situation. In a time of difficulty, we also make in dua, oh Allah, make us, cause us to pass away as Muslims on Kalima la ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. Also in a time of difficulty, do not forget Allah. What a beautiful dua. Ask the Hufadi Kiram if we cannot memorize it at this time. Ask the ulama ikram, go to somebody, ask them for this dua. Rabbana afrigh alayna sabara wa muslimin. What a beautiful dua. Any difficulty, in a time of oppression, in a time of, you know, certain hurdles in a person's life, make this dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take a person out of this situation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will save the person from that oppression. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take the person out of his difficulty and her difficulty. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq to make all these dua from Quran and hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq. Brothers, we were taken thereafter to another place, which is nearby a few kilometers away. And we were taken to this one place that was considered to be the, the place where the Sahabi of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the time, in the khilafah of Umar bin Khattab radiallahu anhu, in his era, he sent a delegation of Sahaba towards Egypt. At that time, Egypt was not conquered. Who was the conqueror of Egypt in the year 20 years after Hijrah? It was none other than Amr bin al-As radiyallahu anhu. Amr bin al-As radiyallahu anhu. And when a person goes now there to Egypt, you'll see there's a whole entire field. And before, some time before, there was a door demarcating. There was a door demarcating where Amr bin al-As radiyallahu anhu and Sahaba radiyallahu anhu majma'in came through. It was called Babul Fath, the door of the conquest, but now it's no more there. And right next door, there's, there's a masjid in the name of Amr bin al-As anhu. And respect us and dear brothers, in the year 20 years after Hijrah, 20 years after Hijrah, Amr bin al-As anhu and the Sahaba anhu majma'in conquered Egypt, Misr. How fortunate are we? We're living on a continent, we're staying on a continent, knowing 100% sure on the same continent in Africa, we had Sahaba and we had Anbiya Ali Musalatu Salam, they put their foot on this continent. And we have the Ummatis of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam on this continent. And brothers, I end off in, a, in conclusion. Sometimes in life, we go through certain hurdles. And once upon a time, we might be overpowered, we might be oppressed. Or we might be going through a situation in life where somebody else perhaps is bullying us, somebody else is taking advantage of us, of our family, of our position in our company or whatever the case may be. Remember time will come when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will turn tables. You will be on top. You will have the power. You will be the one that will have the authority over certain people in a similar situation that you were in before this. Do not make the same mistake of those people, of those people who done those things to you. 
Do not make those mistakes. Bani Israel, Bani Israel, they were oppressed in the time of Musa alayhi salatu wasalam. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them the authority, what transpired? They started oppressing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala destroyed them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us tawfiq, respect, listen to your brothers. To follow Quran, follow hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To bring into our lives the love and unity. Then Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, wished and desired and made dua for his ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala look after this ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite this ummah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq, the ability and the strength to do the khidmat of his Mubarak deen. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala take care of our youth, take care of our human folk, unite our ulama and take care of all our men folk inshallah ta'ala. Wa akhiru da'wana anilhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashhadu an la
ഹമദുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമുറഹമ
عن عثمان وأقضاهم علي وفاطمة سيدة نساء أهل الجنة والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب أهل الجنة وحمزة أسد الله وأسد رسوله اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفرة ظاهرة وباطنة لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم أجمعين الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحبي أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير أمتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اغفر لأمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز عن أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح أمة سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح شباب المسلمين اللهم أصلح نساء المسلمين عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروني ولا تكفرون. Sitting ourselves, fill gaps, standing shoulder to shoulder with our heels in line, garments above the ankles. صفوفكم اعتدلوا اتموا الصف الاول فالاول الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين 
سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى فلتؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي الصحف الأولى صحف إبراهيم وموسى الله لمن حميدا الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين هل أتاك حديث الغاشية وجوه يومئذ خاشعة عاملة ناصبة تصلى نارا حامية تسقى من عين آنية ليس لهم طعام إلا من ضريع لا يسمن ولا يغني من جوع وجوه يومئذ ناعمة لسعيها راغية في جنة عالية لا تسمع فيها لاغية فيها عين جارية 
فيها سرر موضوعة وأكواب موضوعة ونمارق مسفوفة وزرابي مبثوثة أفلا ينظرون إلى الإبن كيف خلقت وإلى السماء كيف رفعت وإلى الجبال كيف نصبت وإلى الأرض كيف سطحت فذكر إنما أنت مذكر لست عليهم بمسيطر إلا من تولى وكفر فيعذبه الله العذاب الأكبر إن إلينا إيابهم ثم إن علينا حسابهم الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حميدا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم أعنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث أصلح لنا شأننا كله ولا تكلنا إلى أنفسنا طرفة عين ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وبارك وسلم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين